Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, outreach of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. Oh, my adoring fans. Get ready for a huge dose of reality and a huge dose of common sense. You said it, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, good to be back with you today. Here it is Saturday, July 22nd. It's about 4.07 p.m. I know this because my computer says it. It is actually my 34th wedding anniversary to my beautiful wife. So, Linda, I love you very much. Still as beautiful as ever and 34 phenomenal years. Not always easy, but fantastic years because we were together. And I'm looking forward to 34 plus more years with you. Ladies and gentlemen, today... I want to talk to you about, of all things, a song. But before I do, um, if you have not yet listened to my last episode, last podcast, it was about the uh, sheriff's deputies out here that body slammed so ruthlessly a a woman at the local Winco and all the fallout and the protests and all that. uh, Because of that, please listen to it and then you can get an idea of not only what's gone on around here on a local level, but wherever you're at, these types of things are happening in your state, in your city, your country. I know there's a lot of listeners outside of the United States, which I am very grateful for each and every one of you. Always remember, I do talk about things primarily that are local to me, but it's important to all of us because these types of things are happening everywhere. So although I might be talking about something that's happening down the street from me or in my own country, these are also things that are starting to pop up all over the world. And um, so it is important that we that you listen and you get the principles and the ideas and we can combat these, non, these nonsensical things. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but it is now because I just said it. These nonsensical things together. And if we do this and enough good people rise up and let their voices be heard and stand against this strange wickedness that they're pushing off onto all of us everywhere around the globe, we can put a stop to it. Okay, we can put a stop to it. But anyways, like I said, I, I want to talk to you about this song. And it absolutely has a lot to do with my last podcast and the, um, the climate, if you will, the societal, cultural, political uh, atmosphere uh, here in my own hometown, but also in my nation. And I'm sure, again, for many of you listening in other nations, you'll recognize it and say, hey, those types of things are happening here. And um, this is about uh, this song from Jason Aldean. And it's, the title of the song is Try That in a small town. And uh, I'm going to get into it for just a moment, but I just want to put this into perspective, uh, what we're dealing with and such, because it's really interesting watching this whole thing unfold. So anyway, somebody somewhere uh, either posted or told me, hey, check out this song. I don't remember how I heard about it. Um, so I went and listened to it. I found it and I listened to it. And uh, I thought, wow, this is a cool song. As a matter of fact, I put together a little, if you will, a little meme, a little post on Facebook that says this. When I first listened to Try That in a Small Town, I thought, this is a cool song. Then I saw the left losing their minds. Now it's a great song. 
and I felt that, and I still feel that way. It really was a cool song. It's one of those songs I go, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with the message, and I'm very patriotic. I love my country. Don't like my government, but I love my country, and I love what this nation is uh, the founding principles. Now, I say that to some people, and they say, how can you say that when they're, and then they start listing off all the problems, slavery, Jim Crow, racism, things of that, that we've gone through in our nation. I say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Those are horrible things. I agree. Those are embarrassing things, totally. But that's not our founding principles. As a matter of fact, it was because of our founding principles found in the... um, in the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the Federalist Papers and such. It was those founding principles that led to the end of slavery and all these other things that were really horrendous in this country. You see, when America gets away from its founding principles, bad things happen. But when we embrace our founding principles, good things happen, great things happen. And there's a lot of reasons for that that I won't take the time, at least right now, to get into. But I want to talk to you about this song. Okay, um, the name of it again is Try That in a Small Town. In just a moment, I'm going to read to you the lyrics so that you can kind of get an idea of this song. But before I read the lyrics, this song was actually, the song was released May 19 of this year, 2023. And there was no backlash or very, very little. If there was any backlash at all, it was so little, so small that it didn't even cause a ripple, all right? It didn't do anything. But the music video was released July 14th, just a few days ago, 2023. And that's when the left started to flip a gasket. They lost their ever-loving mind or what was left of their ever-loving mind. They just went completely ballistic at Jason Aldean, uh, country music in general, and anybody that liked this song and anybody that was wired that way and everything, they would started calling it racist. It was a racist song. And when I listened to the song, I don't remember anything in it that was racist, but I went, hmm, I, maybe I missed something, you know? I'm um, Unlike Rush Limbaugh, who was the Mahat Rushi, the all-knowing, all-sensing, all-feeling, I, w- I am not that, and I don't claim to be that. So I thought to myself, maybe I missed something. But Let me go on. So they started calling it racist. They even started saying it's going to incite violence. This song is going to incite violence. It's a violent song. It's going to incite violence. As a matter of fact, it's going to incite gun violence. You know, there was a scene in The Lion King where one of those hyenas says, Mufasa. Ooh, say it again. Mufasa. And um, I always thought that was funny. So my wife and I joke around about that. So if, if we want to make a point on something or just laugh, we'll say it in that voice, you know, like uh, go on a diet. Ooh, say it again. Go on a diet. And um, that's the way I think a lot of these liberals, they act and they think or, you know, I can, I can see these purple haired uh, liberals that you say, oh, Second Amendment and get a gun, you know, and it sends chills down their spine or makes them scream like they're absolutely crazy and nuts. But nonetheless, they've said it would incite gun violence. As a matter of fact, some have gone so far as to say, yes, ladies and gentlemen, yes, many have said that it would incite lynching. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you're like, uh, lynching? Yeah. You see, way back when, after... 
um, slavery came to an end by a Republican, the Republican Party, uh, Abraham Lincoln and the Republican Party. As a matter of fact, the Republican Party was the anti-slavery party. It was formed to bring an end to slavery. I don't know if you guys know that, but they're not teaching that in our public schools and Democrats certainly are not going to let you know that. Okay, so the Republican Party, especially with Abraham Lincoln, the party of to end slavery, once that slavery was ended, the Democrat Party, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats, they formed the Ku Klux Klan. Now, the Ku Klux Klan was not initially uh, created to go around and round up black people and kill them. I know a lot of people think that, but it was pretty close. What it was, was they were going to incite fear through violence, fear through violence towards Republicans. Because at that time, um, all these ex-slaves that were now given the freedom and everything to go vote and to live their lives, they were all Republicans. Uh You didn't know this, did you? Look it up. I am not lying to you. So they formed the Ku Klux Klan, the Democrats did, to scare Republicans, mostly blacks, but Republicans, into voting Democrat. And if there was any kind of backlash or they wanted to make a point, well, they would uh, hang the Republican in a tree, you know, by a rope, and, and it was called lynching, all right? So they would lynch the Republicans. Now, granted, most of the lynchings were of black people by these Democrats lynching black people in the um, clothed in the white gowns and pointy hats of the Ku Klux Klan, these Democrat Ku Klux Klansmen lynching black people uh, and Republicans. There was some white people in there as well. All you had to be is a Republican who stood up against the Democrats and you could be hung a black or white. But again, uh, it was primarily black people that were lynched by the Democrat Ku Klux Klans. So do you understand that, ladies and gentlemen? So, Um, now this song that, uh, try that in a small town is now in many people's minds inciting lynching. And what's funny, it's the Democrat left who is saying this song by a Republican conservative of today is going to incite lynching that, and lynching belongs to the Democrat party. Okay. So the Democrats are blaming the Republicans of what they do. And saying, your song, Republican Jason Aldean, is going to incite lynching. I, I you know, I, I don't see how, because there's nothing in the song that talks about that. But I think that they're just scared because it's going to bring up their past, a past that they're trying to hide. Not because they suddenly have a love for um, anybody that doesn't quite carry their skin color, but um, because in our political current political uh, client, um, climate, they have pushed that racist narrative so much that now it's beginning to backfire on them. It's beginning to backfire on them. And um, that's why, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I don't get me wrong when I say this. I don't like it when people point a finger at me and call me a racist or a homophobe or a transphobe or any other phobe. I'm none of those things. But at the same time, I'm less and less moved by that because I know that ultimately it's going to backfire on the very ones who call me that. As a matter of fact, if you want to see what I mean by that, listen to my last podcast where I talk about how I was I was um, uh, called and considered and labeled racist by people doing racist things. <laughs> 
it, it, it's kind of fun, you know, so just check it out and you'll see what I mean. At any rate, here's this song that Jason Aldean puts out May 19th with very little backlash, if any, until the music video comes out. Then, of course, they, they lose their ever-loving mind. The uh, left does. So I want to read to you the lyrics. I have the lyrics here on my computer, and I just want to read them to you so you get an idea. Because maybe you've already listened to the song. I'm sure most of you that are uh, listening to this podcast have heard the song or heard about it. But I just want to read you the lyrics so I can just walk you through the lyrics and you can hear them clearly. And so you can make up your own mind. Is this racist? Does this incite violence? Or is, well, I'll just leave it that at that for just a moment. <clears throat> Try that in a small town by Jason Aldean. It says, sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk carjack an old lady at a red light pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store yeah you think it's cool well act a fool if you like cuss out a cop spit in his face stomp on the flag and light it up yeah you think you're tough well try that in a small town see how far you make it down the road around here we take care of our own you cross that line it won't take long for you to find out i recommend you don't try that in a small town Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that blank, I don't use that kind of language, ladies and gentlemen, that poop might fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. Let me read that again because of my own commentary about the language I choose not to use. Got a gun my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that poop might fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line. It won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't. Try that in a small town. Full of good old boys raised up right. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we'll take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't. Try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. Oh, oh. Try that in a small town. (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) Trust me, Jason Aldean does a lot better job singing it than I do reading it. But, um, you know what, what, what... I honestly find this song very, very refreshing. And, and for uh, several reasons. Um, I grew up on this type of music. Um, I'm trying to type up a song right now. What is it called? Uh, uh, let me see. What's the name of that song? Uh, I think it's called Simple Man. Let me see. Here we go. Simple Man lyrics. Let me see if this is it. Maybe I could find it. Oh, yes. Here we go. This is a great song as well. So I grew up on this song, and this song I believe came out in the ooh in the eighties, early eighties. Uh, Charlie Daniels Band, and uh, doesn't really say who wrote it, but that's okay. So let me just read you the lyrics from this song. And again, this song was around in the eighties, I believe, because I listened to it when I was when I was much younger than I am now. First, first, I ain't nothing but a simple man. They call me a redneck. I reckon that I am. But there's things going on that make me mad down to the core. I have to work like a dog to make ends meet. There's crooked politicians and crime in the street. And I'm madder than heck. And I ain't going to take it no more. Now that's the first verse. Now again, this is back in the early 80s, I believe it was. Verse 2. We tell our kids, just say no. 
and then some panty-waist judge lets a drug dealer go. He slaps him on the wrist and turns him back out on the town. But if I had my way with people selling dope, I'd take a big tall tree and a short piece of rope. I'd hang them up high and let them swing till the sun goes down. The chorus says, Well, you know what's wrong with the world today? People done gone put their Bibles away. They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land. Well, the good book says... It's so I know it's the truth, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. You better watch where you go and remember where you've been. That's the way I see it. I'm a simple man. Verse 3. Now, I'm the kind of man that wouldn't harm a mouse, but if I catch somebody breaking in my house, I got a 12-gauge shotgun waiting on the other side. So don't go pushing me against my will. I don't want to have to fight you. Did you catch that? I don't want to have to fight you, but I darn sure will. If you don't want trouble, then you better just pass me on by. Verse 4. As far as I'm concerned, there ain't no excuse for the raping and the killing and the child abuse, but I got a way to put an end to all that fast. You just take them rascals out in the swamp, put them on their knees, tie them to a stump, let the rattlers and the bugs and the alligators do the rest. And then the chorus, well, you know what's wrong with the world today? People done gone put their Bibles away. They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land. Well, the good book says it, so I know it's the truth. An eye for an eye tooth for a tooth. You better watch where you go. Remember where you've been. That's the way I see it. I'm a simple man. And the outro, watch where you go and remember where you've been. That's the way I see it. I'm a simple man. So the reason I wanted to read those lyrics to you is to make this point that Jason Aldean wasn't the first person to write and sing, produce a song such as this with those types of lyrics that We're just tired of what's going on around us. And if that comes to my front door, if that comes into my town, if that comes around me or my children, I'm going to put a stop to it. Okay. And as I, as I just read to you uh, on both of those songs, both of those songs, but I'm going to deal with the Jason LD song primarily because this is the one that the liberals are freaking out about right now. And it isn't even, it wasn't even the song itself being released. It was the video which um, I might be, I might just, I can't show it to you, of course, as a podcast, but I can at least watch it myself and describe to you the video so you get at least an idea of what's going on in the video. But um, it, it it just really blows my mind. There was nothing in the lyrics of that song that mentioned race at all. Didn't mention lynching at all. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the, one of the words or one of the lines, where is that? Um, yeah, around here, we take care of our own. He's talking about like in a small town. Now, this is the image that I see. I'm just going to base it upon those words and what it means to me. That we, we are tight in a small town. We all know one another. And if not real intimately, we just at least know who they are. They're our neighbors. They live down the street. They live down the road. They live around the block, whatever. And we take care of our own. That means if you mess with them, you mess with me. If you mess with me, you mess with them. If I need help, they're coming to, to my rescue. If they need help, I'm coming to their rescue. So if you, you know, and again, I'm just putting my take on this. You sucker punch somebody for no reason, I'm going to come and take care of that. If you sucker punch me for no reason, my neighbor's going to come and help me out. We take care of our own. Now, what I like about that, what I absolutely like about this, because this is kind of the way I grew up, and I've talked about this on, on previous episodes, that... 
I didn't even, I don't claim to have lived in a small town, but we had a tight neighborhood. All of us neighborhood kids for several blocks. We would get together, we'd play football, we'd play baseball, we'd play out in the streets, we'd ride our bikes together, skateboard together. We would even get in fights together, you know, against one another when we got mad. And then the next day we were best buddies again. We'd go swimming in each other's pools. We would rough house. We'd make fun of each other. We would listen to music together. So it had that small town vibe in a very real way. And I'm talking about uh, white kids, Hispanics. Uh, We had some uh, Asian kids there, Uh, black kids. Let me see, who else? I think that's about it in my particular neighborhood. We all got along. None of that was an issue. Color was never an issue. We were all about on that lower, uh, you know, middle class to lower middle class socioeconomic level. And race had nothing to do with it at all, at all. We all rode the same types of bikes. We all played football in the street. We all wore the same type. As a matter of fact, we joke around about it, but we would all go to, um, you know, all the kids at that time would usually get their shoes from a place called Marshall's and Marshall's would have these big like discount bins with just tons of shoes in there and they were strapped together, you know, with those plastic straps and a price tag. You can get a pair of shoes for like five bucks, sometimes three bucks. And you just had to go through there to find your size. And so when they would have those those specials, it would be funny because back in grade school, uh, you know, half the kids would show up with the same shoes <laughs> because Marshalls, the, the nearest Marshalls just had a, a you know, a, a big old sale and you know for three dollars you get a pair of shoes so we'd all wear the same shoes nobody was trying to outdo the other person that didn't come till junior high (laughs) but but nonetheless we and we would run around we would skin our elbows and skin our knees and we would argue and we'd play football we'd play baseball uh all kinds of things together and race had nothing to do with it ladies and gentlemen race had nothing to do with it at all. I remember my dad helping one of the elderly ladies up the street and one that lived right across the street from us, widowers, so that when they needed help with something physical, my dad or some of the other men on the on the block would go help them. Race had nothing to do with it at all. And and so now, you know, I'm blown away that I grew up in a neighborhood and a time and an era and everything where people point back and say there was a lot of racism back then. And I look back and go, I didn't see it. Everybody in my neighborhood, everybody that I went to school with, and we we were in a mixed neighborhood, and everybody we went to school, we got along, and race was never an issue at all, at all. Anyways, so now they have this song out that talks about how people can come together and help one another, not based on race, but based upon that sense that, yeah, I am my brother's keeper, so to speak. I do want to help you. I want you to help me when I need it. If somebody comes and gives you a problem, understand, I'm coming to help you. And if somebody comes to give me a problem, I hope I can rely on you to come and help me. Doesn't matter the color of our skin. So, when the left starts making up, losing their minds and making up this nonsense, it just really blows my mind um, how foolish they have become and how far from reality they truly are. I want to read to you an article. This is in Daily Wire, and this article is titled, I Love Our Country, Want It Restored. 
Jason Aldean slams the bull poop, sends Patriot message at concert. It's by a gentleman, Tim Meads, and it was published today, July 22nd, 2023. Let me mix, move some stuff around here, ladies and gentlemen. I got computers open. I've got tablets open. I've got whiteboard out here, all trying to do this. It says country superstar Jason Aldean is speaking out after the left hurled accusations of racism at him due to his anti-violence and pro-America song, Try That in a Small Town. In short, it's clear that Aldean won't be apologizing anytime soon and is instead choosing to double down on his patriotic message. It's been a long, it's been a long week, he said, on Friday night in Cincinnati to thousands of concert goers. Aldean has been slammed by fellow country artists and dragged in the media because he has the gall to condemn rioting and sucker punches. And by the way, let me let me just say this. I do know of some people, uh, I don't consider her a country music star, but Sheryl Crow came out and spoke against Jason Aldean. I was never a Sheryl Crow um, fan at all on any level. I always thought she was strange and weird. But um, rest assured that if in the future, from this time moving forward, I will make a point to never listen to a Sheryl Crow song. If she happens to make it in the movies, I don't think she's very good looking, so she doesn't really have much of a chance. But nonetheless, if she does, won't be seeing that movie, won't be going to any of her concerts. I know that may not seem like a big deal because I haven't to this point. Don't care for her, her, her music or anything like that. But I certainly now don't care for her um, music her whatever you want to call it talent if she even has any you know at all but i said that to make this point i'm going to treat every so-called 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 ladies and gentlemen country music star they're not stars in my opinion but country music singer performer especially country that comes against this song or jason aldean because of this song that i will never if i own any of their albums or any of their music i will delete it I will get rid of it. I will throw it in the trash. I don't care who they are. I don't care who they are. Because I want to listen to people, especially in the country music genre, because typically they have been the patriots. Typically they stand strong for America. Typically they stand up for the values that has made America strong and keeps America strong. So if they're going to bend to the left crowd, well... They can just go as far as I'm concerned. They're not country music singers. They're not country music stars. Most of them got a fake, fake twang anyways. You know, got that, got that fake twang anyways. They try to they try to sound like a country music star and they're not even country themselves at all. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I went, I went back to my roots for a moment. But anyways, let me get back to this article. I've seen a lot of stuff suggesting I'm this, suggesting I'm that, he said, prompting booze from the crowd. Here's the thing. I feel like everybody's entitled to their opinion. You can think something all you want to. Doesn't mean it's true. What I am is a proud American. I am proud to be from here. The Daily Wire reported earlier this week the 46-year-old country singer's song hit the airwaves in May, but it wasn't until the release of the video 
for it on July 14th that the song began receiving criticism. Country Music Television, CMT. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, Country Music Television, CMT, even pulled the singer's music video in the wake of the controversy generated by the left. I love our country. I want to see it restored to what it once was before all this bull poop started happening to us, he added. The crowd began to a USA, USA, USA chant in response. I find that um, refreshing that at least the people at this Cincinnati concert were still um, patriotic enough to boo CMT, boo the people who have been uh, um, coming against Jason Aldean, cheer him on and chant USA, 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 showing that they are like in agreement. We put this country, we, we, we love this country and we put it first. So see, uh, country music television, uh, CMT, uh, you know what? I, I, I'm not, again, I don't ever really watch, I don't watch TV and stuff. I don't have cable and anything like that. I don't watch CMT. And then when I heard and saw the video of that other, I can't even remember the country music singer, um, female singer who had the RuPaul drag queens up there dancing around on the stage at the CMT Awards, country music with drag queens. That's when I said, you know what? This new country is not really country. Because what I read to you from Charlie Daniels, again, back in the 80s, that is country. That's where the heart of country music is. A love for, for family, of course, first. A love for God. A love for country. And a love for, you know, we call it the rule of law. I just call it common sense. Common sense, you know. And, and um, that's where the heart of country music has always been. So when we have this new uh, group of country music singers coming out and they've got RuPaul dancers up there, um, that's not country, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what kind of twang they try to force in their voice. It is not country. They could put a fiddle in it. It's not country. They could put a steel guitar in it. Not country. There's a bunch of bozos up there. Anyways, let me go on. Despite the left's effort to effectively cancel Aldine, try that in a small town, has become one of the most popular songs in America, even earning the number one spot on iTunes this week. The music video can be viewed here, and then it has a, cl a click. So I'm going to click on that in just a moment. Maybe I'll click on it right now so I can get this thing going and maybe describe to you as we go on. Now, some of these places I may not recognize at least right off. Oh, geez. I'm trying to blow it up and it won't let me. But anyways, it looks like it's in front of a Capitol building, a state Capitol building it opens up with. And um, it's showing, you know, of course, Jason Aldean and his band singing and playing, showing, uh, oh, some riots, some protests, ooh, smoke bombs, um, people yelling at cops in these protests. Oh, somebody just lit the American flag on fire. Bunch of un-American punks. Let's see. Oh, now there's firebombs going, people throwing rocks, stomping on cars in protests. This is what's going on. Now I see why the left has gone crazy because he's showcasing their wickedness, their hatred for America and their violent tendencies. There's fires. It's showing the fires. Oh, these are the Antifa and BLM um, protests that were supposed to be all peaceful, even though they torched cars, torched buildings, destroyed businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I see why. I see why they're so upset. It's showing them spitting at cops. It's showing them throwing bottles and 
things at cops and starting fires. I believe I saw in there somewhere a cop car on fire, but nonetheless, a car was on fire. Yeah, ooh, now they're throwing some more rocks at cops. Anyways, I'm going to stop right there. You get the gist of what's going on in the background of this music video. Um, People breaking into liquor stores uh, with weapons drawn. You know, isn't it interesting that the crowd, the crowd that uses guns in these violent confrontations and even mass shootings at schools and such is the same group of people that don't want you and me to have guns. Do you find that odd? Well, I, I, I don't find it. I find it sick, but not necessarily odd because if I was somebody with criminal intentions and I wanted to go, say, rob a bank or rob a liquor store or do, a, you know, break into somebody's house, um, th- certainly I would carry a gun, but I wouldn't want them to have one. So let's pass laws and get the guns out of decent people's hands so that only the Democrats have them and they can run amok like they're trying to do anyways. That's why they freaked out so much. What was it? What was his name? Rick Abosh or Rick, uh, Kyle, Rick, Rick, I can't even remember his name now. Kyle, here it is. Kyle Rittenhouse. For some reason I was thinking Rick Abosh, but Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse. Remember, he is that young man that had his, uh, what was it, an AR-15 down there protecting. He was actually protecting his property and the property of his family when they had these violent protests and firebombs and all that. And he was slammed. He was beat up a little bit. He finally shot and killed somebody in self-defense. And the left absolutely lost their minds again. You know, you'd think after them losing their minds so much, they wouldn't have any left. I mean, it's not really worth anything. We see how they vote and we see how they think. We see what they do anyway. So let them lose their mind in that sense. But now they're they're freaking out over a song that just talks about what Rittenhouse did. And they can't stand it. Why? Because he put a stop to one of theirs who was there to destroy property. Isn't that interesting? Do you see how that works? That's why, ladies and gentlemen, don't fall for the for the lies and the nonsense. Like, we got to get guns off of the streets by taking them away from good law-abiding citizens. No, we just need to take them away from Democrats and we'd all be okay. Take them away from the left. Take them away from liberals. Anyways, I didn't get on here to talk about the Second Amendment necessarily. I wanted to talk to you about this song and what it's doing. So, ladies and gentlemen, I applaud... Jason Aldean, for this song. I applaud, even though Charlie Daniels is no longer with us, but I applaud Charlie Daniels, Charlie Daniel Band for putting out those types of songs. Uh, what, what was that, 40 years ago? That's a long time ago. Yeah, way back when. I applaud even, um, there's some songs like um, Leonard Skinnerd, uh, That Ain't My America, um, same kind of ideas in it. Even, um, who who did it? Was it Leonard Skinnerd or Van Zant? One of them. Just did that song called Simple Man and and uh, uh, Simple Life. I'm sorry, Simple Life. And it just speaks to those types of things. I just want a simple life. I just want to be left alone. I want to raise my family. I want to do it right. And, and those types of songs. And it's interesting that more and more and more uh, um, entertainers, but especially in the music genre, country music or Southern rock kind of country music, are getting it. They're getting it. And Have you noticed even that lately a lot of the actors, even actresses are starting to come out and say, wait a minute, enough's enough. I'm not saying they're defending Jason Aldean just yet because this whole thing, 
The video came out July 14th. Today's only, what, the 22nd? It's not even 10 days. It's about eight days ago. And they're already been flipping a gasket. But even recently, I saw some video clips from Mark Wahlberg. Um, who else? There was a bunch of, oh, um, uh, Chris Pratt. People of that nature coming out and just talking, hey, we've got to stand up for this. We've got to get back to some values, you know. And, and we, we see, of course, Jim Caviezel, Mel Gibson with um, highlighting and 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 showing the uh, child sex traffic trade and the pedophilia and everything that's out there. Now, there you watch. Jim Caviezel's already been getting hit. Mel Gibson's about to release some things that's going to highlight and showcase the pedophile rings, especially in Hollywood. <coughs> and you watch. He's going to come under a lot of scrutiny. Why? Because this is what the left is all about. This is who they are. They want you and I to shut up, back off, Give them our children because these perverts want our children. They want us to not own guns so we can't defend ourselves so that when they roll through town and they start burning down our businesses, our town, sucker punching people here on our streets, carjacking cars from old ladies in our town, on the corner down the street, they don't want us to say a thing. They want us to back down and shut up and be good little sheep, and they want to be able to do whatever they want to do, when they want to do it, and how they want to do it. But America, true, true America, ladies and gentlemen, the Jason Aldeans and the people that think like him, the Charlie Daniels and the people who think like him, they're finally getting saying enough is enough is enough. They're rising up, and they're not just putting out music and music videos. They're standing up. They're going to school board meetings. We're going to have a podcast, an episode on the school board meetings uh, that went on just recently. Oh, powerful stuff, powerful stuff, ladies and gentlemen, powerful stuff. But they're rising up and, and saying enough is enough. They're demanding justice. They're demanding people start living right. As a matter of fact, I want to leave with this and I'm going to leave a link to find this in the uh, description of this. So I want you to join us. Thursday. What day is Thursday? Let me look that up real quick just so I get the dates right. I hate it when I give out wrong information and I have to redo it. Um, Oh, come on now. Thursday. What day is today? 22nd. That's right. Thursday the 27th. Thursday, July 27th, 2023 at 6 p.m. Please, please write this down. I'll say it slow. Thursday, July 27th, 6 p.m. There's going to be a rally in Lancaster in front of the Lancaster Sheriff's Station at the corner of Sierra Highway and Lancaster Boulevard. Easy to find. It's right at the corner. Can't miss it. Sierra Highway, Lancaster Boulevard, Sheriff's, Lancaster Sheriff's Department, July 27th, 6 p.m. That's Thursday. And what this rally is, is a support of our local deputies in our local Sheriff's Department. And it's what prompted this. I didn't come up with this, ladies and gentlemen, but what prompted this was the fiasco and the mess that happened at that Winco that I talked about in my last podcast. So if you're wondering what what's going on, listen to my last podcast, the one just before this, and um, you'll understand what's going on and why. And there's a lot of people that are really upset at the whole thing and how it broke down and how it went down. And the absolute disregard, dishonor, disrespect 
shown to our local sheriff's department there and the deputies there, especially the deputies that were in this, uh, uh, you know, they're making the arrest and everything. And they just don't get thanked enough. So we're going to go show our thanks with a prayer rally. This is a prayer rally. You don't have to be a Christian to come. You don't have to be, you know, oh, I, I'm not a Christian, so I can't come. No, come because we're going to be waving our American flags. We're going to be waving our thin blue line flags. And we're going to be praying and we're going to be saying thank you to every deputy that works in that building or works from out of that building and protects us and patrols our streets. We're going to say thank you. And we're going to high five them. And we're going to say there's some in this community that don't appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. So um, yeah, please. I, I hope you can make it. Again, that's a rally of thanks. Giving thanks and saying thank you to our local sheriff's department here in Lancaster and the deputies that work there. Thursday, July 27th at 6 p.m. And the, the local sheriff's department is found at the corner of Lancaster Boulevard and Sierra Highway. It's right across the street from the jet that's on the stand. If you see a jet out there on the stand, look right across the street, there it is. And uh, 6 p.m., bring your American flags, um, bring your blue, uh, thin blue line flags, um, make up some posters that just say thank you. We appreciate you. And um, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to say give you guys a thank you. Why? Because I want to show, I'm going to be a part of this. I want to show not just our sheriff's deputy, that would be enough, but everybody in our city and in our town that I, me, Apostle Robinus of Greater Works Christian Church, am not going to bow the knee to leftist wicked ideology. I'm not going to be their sheep, okay? And I'm not going to be their sheepdog either. I'm going to go and I'm going to stand as a proud American. And yes, even a proud Californian. That might seem weird, but I still love this state. Hate the politics, love the state. And as a proud citizen of Lancaster, same thing. Love my city. Hate what's going on in it, but love my city. And I'm going to stand up and say to those who help defend and protect this city. Thank you for your hard work. So anybody that knows anybody that works at the Lancaster Sheriff Department, either as a deputy, a detective, uh, dispatch anybody, please pass this message on to them from me. You could even turn them onto this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. I thank you. If I was there right now, you know, with you physically, I'd be high-fiving each and every one of you, shaking your hands and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the job that you do. And um, I'm going to be saying that Thursday, July 27th at 6 p.m., waving my thin blue line uh, flag because I just genuinely, truly thank them for their hard work. So please come out and join us. If you're anywhere in the, in the uh, area, Anywhere, Palmdale, Lancaster. This isn't just about Lancaster. Palmdale, Lancaster, the surrounding areas coming up from below. You guys, if you live down below, you know where that is. Kern, um, Kern um, County, uh, Roseman, come on down. Cal City, come on down. Please join us Thursday, July 27th, 6 p.m. at the Lancaster Sheriff's Station. We'd love to have you. I would love to see like 10, 15,000 people show up just to say, thank you. This isn't a protest. It's a rally to, to show our support for the people that help and put their life on the line every day for you and me. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, again, on one hand, it's refreshing 
to see that more and more people are rising up in the entertainment business, but also just people, everyday people like you and me are rising up and saying enough is enough. I thank God. I am so thrilled that this song, Try This in a Small Town, has gone number one. (laughs) Even in the midst of all of this, you know, the left losing their absolute minds over this. And it's really showcasing and showing the hearts of people in our country and in the entertainment, you know, like Sheryl Crow really showed who she really was. And that's why it's like, you know, I was never really a fan, but I certainly won't be from this point out. You know, if, if, if I had owned any of her albums, they'd all go in the trash. Or if I had them downloaded, I would delete them. Say, well, you'd lose that money. Uh, yeah, it's worth it to me. I love this country that much. So ladies and gentlemen, just keep that in mind as we go forward. We are getting back to the founding principles of this nation. We are getting back to true, true, true patriotic American brotherhood in this nation where we can lock arms with one another, with our neighbors, the people in our hometowns, whether it's a big city or a small town, but we can lock arms with them. Doesn't matter who they are. Doesn't matter the color of their skin, but we can lock arms with them, look them in the eye and say, if you ever need me, I'm there. And then they can look us in the eye and say, if you ever need me, I'm there. And we can put a stop to all this foolishness going on. We can put a stop to these sucker puncher suckers that are um, going around just beating on people, especially old people. Can you imagine that, say, 17, 18, 19 years old, walking up to a 70 or 80-year-old woman or man, and just for what they call the fun of it, just out of nowhere, sucker punching them, just to watch them keel over on the ground, knocked out, and they call that fun. Ladies and gentlemen, we can put an end to it. Oh, we can put an end to that. Can you imagine some 16, 17, 18-year-old punk grabbing the door of a, a, of a car that a little old lady is driving and yanking her out of that car, throwing her to the ground, jumping in and stealing her car? What kind of coward, what kind of spineless, wimpy, punk coward does that? But ladies and gentlemen, we can put a stop to that. We can put a stop to that. People protesting. I'm not against protesters. You want to you protest something? Protest it. But there's only two things I ask of it. Number one, make sure that your protest is worthwhile. Know what you're protesting and why you're protesting. And give us some real world answers. I don't mean your opinion, but real world answers to the problem that you're protesting. And number two, do not destroy anybody else's property. Do not burn the American flag. Do not torch cars. Do not break windows. Do not rob, steal, kill, or destroy. Cowards do that. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard me. Cowards do that. And yes, we can, once again, put a stop to it. It's not a question of if. Really, it's a question of when. When are the rest of us going to um, not just listen and appreciate songs like Try that in a small town. But when are we going to actually live it? That's the real question. Thank you for choosing Table Flippers Podcast. To find our merchandise page, go to gwcclancaster.org. Then find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and it'll take you right there. Until next time, have a fantastic day. Say goodbye, Chippy.